Welcome, everyone. This is uh, Sean Eakins. I'm the general manager for the Sacramento Natural Food Co-op. Today, I'm here to talk about uh, the Co-op Scoop. It's our audio podcast, and we're going to be featuring interviews with farmers, food artisans, co-op movers and shakers, and even some bakers. Every week, we intend to bring you a large scoop of food knowledge, highlighting one of the most bountiful food regions in all the land. All right, everybody, this is Sean Eakins back again from the Sacramento Natural Co-op here doing the co-op scoop. And uh, today I'd like to introduce uh, Alfred Melbourne, um, who's the leader of the Three Sisters Gardens, uh, which currently has four different urban farms in West Sacramento. Its main goal is to give back to the community by inspiring and empowering youth through gardening. Like the Three Sisters legend of companionship planting, Three Sisters Gardens believes that our communities can begin to heal and thrive when all components, the youth, adults, and elders are working together as one. Welcome, Alfred. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for taking some time out. I know you are incredibly busy, so I'm uh, excited to get to kind of spend a little time with you today and uh, let our audience hear what you have going on. And um, and I think first I just ask, you know, what inspired you to become a farmer? Wow. Yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, yeah, I didn't think I was going to become a farmer. It really just happened. I knew we needed to create more programs and opportunities for the youth in our community. At the same time, I needed something for myself, something more therapeutic. Uh, connecting with the land helped me get through some tough times. Sharing with the youngsters has been an honor and a privilege for me. So combining the two has just been really a, an awesome thing. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Um, you got to love therapeutic programs that actually do good as well. So, um, and you know, you're growing food now in the same community where you grew up. Um, how's that neighborhood changed since then? And how is it the same? Wow. Yeah, I mean, definitely been a lot of changes, been a lot of growth, you know, throughout the community, uh, much like everywhere else. Uh, but the best part about growing food in the community that I grew up in is all the connection that I've had being raised there, seeing my elders, um, uncles and folks that I uh, think of as such, you know, around and being able to share what we're doing now with them. Right. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. Uh, I've, uh, I've had like the fortunate, I guess, moving around and not spending a lot of time in one place, but I do still have roots in, uh, in Florida of all places, but I don't get there as much, but I, uh, I envy when you can be uh, in the same place you've grown up, but, uh, I've also been, uh, I guess, uh, fortunate to move all over the place and see a lot of things. But, uh, yeah, you lose some connection with that. So it's cool that you yeah. still have that uh, grounding here. So yeah, it's, it's nice to have that place you call home, you know. Yep. So yep. <laughs> hopefully you get to get back there sometime soon. And yeah, yeah, it's uh, and, and my mom is there. So that uh, gives me good reason. So <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, so young people from your neighborhood are working with you. Um, can you talk a little bit about like just the opportunity and how it's impacting each of them, you know, how they're connecting the earth and each other? Yeah, well, first of all, it's been my pleasure. You know, the benefit that I get on a daily basis, being able to see um, these youngsters spark up, light up when they're connecting and, and seeing things. Uh, but uh, yeah, we become a, become a lifeline for some of the youth, connecting them to positive role models and mentors knowing from experience that it's uh, easy to get let down the wrong path. Um, right. We're able to work with these youngsters and connect with them. It, it's our job to apply kind of wraparound services, pointing them in the right direction, and then handing them off to other programs and or resources if necessary. 
But uh, our goal is just to fully envelop these youngsters and surround them with as many positive people as we can just to really, anytime something happens, every direction they turn in, they'll have somebody to look to that will be able to help them. Because, right. of course, you know, I may not be able to totally relate or connect, but the more folks that we could bring out and put in their path, uh, they stand to benefit. Right. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and you've described gardening as therapeutic. Um, how do you think it's helped you in life? Um, and are you hoping that the youth you're working with have that similar experience? Yeah, most definitely. You know, we're trying to impart as much as we can to these youngsters, um, giving them the best chance possible. Um, as a, a native, you know, we, we believe that the earth is our mother. She provides and protects us. Um, when I was at some of my lowest points, I turned to her. She comforted me. Together, we were able to grow food to nourish our bodies and those of our elders, women, and children. I see the connection these youngsters are making to the land and the benefit they receive from it. Being a native, it is our duty to protect the earth for future generations. Three Sisters Gardens is doing just that. Right. And, uh, you know, and what's cool, I, I get to see it. I live like literally like a block from Fifth and Sea Farm. And uh, to see that transform over the year, it's amazing because I go by there every day going to work or I go, you know, walk by there. And uh, so, yeah, no, it's just amazing to see that, you know, how it changes throughout the seasons and during the year. And just recently it was bare and now there's flowers and everything else yeah. going on. It's just so cool looking. So we hope that the, um, the folks, the listeners out there, you know, that are nearby are able to come by, come by and do the same thing. You know, um, we don't have no fences. You know, folks can come on by and just check things out, take some pictures. Um, yeah, truly benefit from the way we've transformed the landscape. Yeah, it's beautiful uh, just how it ebbs and flows and uh, to see how quickly you can get that thing cultivated. And, uh, you know, and the beauty that pops like so fast. I was amazed. So, um, you know, and I don't take it for granted. I get to see that every day. <laughs> yeah, thank um, you. How can we bring uh, garden therapy to more people in our community? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough right now. Uh, prior to the pandemic, we had several workshops and skill shares to educate, train community members to become more resilient, teach them how to grow their own food. Um, our intentions are to expand our programming and go inside elementary schools and middle schools to work with the youth and talk to them about where their food comes from. It's really just education, education, education. So as things kind of normalized and folks feel safer, you know, it's really trying times right now. So we just, we hope everyone's right. being safe and taking care of themselves and their families. But uh, once we can get to a position to have classes and workshops again, we'll have folks come out in the open and uh, give them a shovel, a rake. You know, of course we always got weeds to be pulled, but we want to get folks out and let them get their hands in the soil and benefit from connecting with that earth, just like we are. Yeah. Well, and it's, uh, it's funny. I think uh, that's how I had searched out Sarah too. Um, I've got four teenage boys that uh, I want to get down there and uh, throw a hand in and get their hands in the dirt. So um, when things open back up, you're going to have some hands there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the more the better. <laughs> um, can you talk about your own heritage and how indigenous farming um, knowledge and ceremony um, are being honored and practiced in your gardens? Yeah, well, we like to have uh, talking circles, you know, uh, bringing folks together as one and talking about the connection of the circle and how we're only as strong um, as our weakest link and how we need to uh, always care for one another and of course protect the land. Um, being a native, um, we're taught that we should think of seven generations to come. 
So always that on the forefront of my mind, imparting that to these youngsters and sharing with them. Um, yeah, I'm not a medicine man or a spiritual leader or anything like that. I know you mentioned leader at the beginning and I kind of like, oh, but, you know, I just <laughs> I like to guide and organize and be there for my folks. So when I talk about, say, medicine or prayer and spiritual things, you know, I just do my best to teach what I've learned and what I know. And right. um, it's so far, you know, so good. We're connecting with these youngsters and I think that they're truly benefiting from it. Oh, that's awesome. Um you know, talking about the farms, how many different crops are you growing from season to season? And um, what happens to that food as you know, that you're growing? Yeah. So we grow um, seasonal crops year round. Uh, man, I think last season we had a total that like over 40 varieties. I think we're at like 45 this season. So we grow um, like six different varieties of cucumbers, um, four or five different varieties of just uh, mild peppers, bell peppers, lunchbox peppers probably about 10 varieties of tomatoes and of course being spread out um, amongst four different fields uh, we have the luxury of kind of just keying in on certain things in these locations so um yeah let's see yeah so what do we do with our vegetables well our intentions are and goals are to give away from up to 40 as much as 60 percent locally to food insecure homes okay currently we also work with the Natomas Unified School District and are beginning to work with the Yolo County uh, Farm to Fork to hopefully get our vegetables into the um, Washington Unified School District as well. Nice. Um, every Tuesday, we do a free farm stand on Douglas and Cummings Way in West Sacramento from 10 to 2. So if folks out there listening want to come out until, say, mid-October, we'll be running a, a free farm stand, um, serving as many folks as we can. And that's, of course, going to be a, a youth-led farm stand. Okay. Um, and we do have a CSA that we operate on a limited basis. Um, appreciate our members and um, glad to support their also, them and their families also. Awesome. Um, and, you know, in running a nonprofit farm, what responsibilities require the most attention? And are you still able to get your hands in the soil? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that last part, most definitely. I keep my hands in the soil. <laughs> um, that, that's my grounding, like literally. And now more than ever, you know, with everything that's going on around us, you just really have got to find your connection and really keep keep that strong. Um, but as far as like being the director and founder of Three Sisters Gardens, you know, I feel like the buck stops here. And right now, um, funding is very critical and crucial for us. We're a young um, organization budding and really kind of taking a lot of ground, but um, we don't have a grant writer somebody on staff to really assist us in that area. Of course, we have grand ideas of becoming sustainable in our own right, but of course that's going to be somewhere down the road. So just kind of trying to build our capacity, um, hopefully get some of our uh, staff paid um, and keep our youngsters busy, elevating right. them through our program, stepping them up. Um, so part two to the funding would be um, curriculum. So we're trying to create our own curriculum, working with some other organizations, uh, Center for Land-Based Learning, um, been an awesome organization for us, partnering with them, looking forward to uh, things to come in the future because they continue to do amazing things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just I would say, uh, yes, I keep my hands in the soil. Funding is uh, critical for us at, at this point, just trying to really find as much as we can. Um, yeah, it's just uh, trying times right now. So but appreciate the exposure we can get from doing podcasts like this and getting our yes. message and our story out there. Yes. 
Um, what plans do you have for the near future? Wow. That's a good one. Um, we've been blessed, you know, we, we put our, um, good intentions and positive, um, feelings out there and we're in line to, um, open up the old Sacramento uh, city tree nursery, collaborating with the uh, planting justice out of oh. Oakland. Um, so the old Sacramento city tree nursery closed down about nine, 10 years ago and they put it out to bid and fortunate enough, we put in and, uh, um, crater blessed us and we, we won and unanimously were placed in a position to now be opening this, um, old Sacramento city tree nursery, hopefully in the fall. I did hear a little bit about that. I would definitely love to uh, see how the co-op can uh, help as well. Um, I just heard recently about the planting justice. I didn't realize you had already gotten that, uh, that nod. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, no, yeah. Thank you. Truly appreciate it. And for all the folks out in Sa- Sacramento stand to benefit from the um, operation that planting justice put together uh, over 30,000 uh, trees, plants, and shrubs that they'll be bringing already have mother plants down here in the Sacramento area ready to propagate. So oh, wow. uh, big kudos to um, Gavin Ratters, Hale, Victor, Joe. I mean, uh, it's, for us, it's been an instrumental move finding an organization that has already done a lot of the work. So we stand to benefit from their experience. So um, yeah, everybody keep your eyes open and uh, ears to the ground for the big doings out there at the city tree nursery. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, how can our listeners help support your work? Yeah, well, um, fortunately enough, we have uh, um, the roundup at the register with you all, and I'm told that uh, we're likely to be coming up at some point. So um, when you see us uh, round up at the register, man, please give us the support that you can to help us grow our capacity and support our youth and our community. Um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so you can go to www.threesistersgardens.com, make a donation. Uh, definitely uh, come out and volunteer and see the space, connect with us. Um, we'd love to meet you all and show you what we're doing. Awesome. Yeah. And that roundup uh, is a great way to, uh, to definitely get funds over to you. So uh, I want to say it's next month, I think I'll, I'll double check, but uh, it might be during member days. So, um, so it's coming up soon though. Yeah, I think I think that I, I got the understanding. It might be in November, Native American. Oh, okay. Uh, they, month, um, oh, like that's that. right. So, that's right. Yeah, we did talk about that. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> if you all, we, we need some land back. So you all uh, donate generously and allow yes. us to get some land <laughs> so we can we can grow and um, teach more youth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, I just wanted to close on, can you say um, really uh, for us to talk about what it means to you uh, how we're all related with, uh, and I, I don't want to butcher the pronunciation. <laughs> um, you know, what, what there we go. Yes. I always miss, <laughs> I butcher it when I say it, but, uh, if you could just speak, uh, you know, how we're all related. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm a hunk of Lakota, um, and a traditional like Indian of a prayer saying is me Oyasin. And so it basically means that we are all related. We are all one. We're all connected. So when you think about the things that you do, consider how that your actions are going to affect the next person. And um, just we're all related relatives, one another. And this includes the the creepy crawlers, the winged ones, um, the four legged, the insects, the bees. And I think that the education and the awareness now that's going out there. People are realizing this. And of course, your guys' listeners are um, doing their part. And we just want to make sure that we 
to complete uh, mend this circle and heal the hoop that the four nations can come together as one and continue to thrive on um, Mother Earth. Yeah, I and one thing I think we can talk about uh, maybe as we go forward is uh, we're also doing the resiliency fund uh, through FarmLink. Um, so we might have some conversations to have about land and uh, how we can help with that, not just with the roundup. So uh, I think there's definitely some other conversations we could have in the near future. Um, yeah, I yeah, appreciate it. I, like I said, I get to drive by there every day and my wheels get spinning uh, ever since we, we sat on that panel together last year. Um, I've been thinking about like, how, how can we do something? Obviously with COVID, it's kind of, uh, you know, once we start getting a little more open up, what can we do? And uh, so I look forward to uh, having more of these talks and, uh, you know, maybe getting you here uh, in person when we do some on-site uh, podcasts, you know, and we can, uh, I'm sure, probably air this a little bit closer to when we do the roundup. Um, so that way our uh, listeners can uh, have it fresh in their mind. So uh, we get nice. as much as much as we can for you. Yeah, no, we appreciate you guys, you know, and I, and I think that this opportunities like this has just continued to elevate our platform and get our message out there. And, and what I continue to tell folks is that um, it's so much more than just lettuce. Growing food in your community, food sovereignty, um, sustainability, resilience. So um, appreciate you guys and the support that you guys are giving us, all your listeners. And I love the fact that you talk about seven generations from now. You know, we always talk about just the next generation, but uh, I don't think we're looking far enough out. So uh, talking seven generations, that's, you know, what we need to be talking about. So I, uh, I appreciate you taking some time today and telling us about your programs. And uh, I hope our listeners will uh, give generously and uh, round up. Uh, and uh, like I said, we need to have some more conversations. I'll definitely... Uh, be swinging by fifth and see if I see you out there and uh, sure. we can talk about, talk about land. So. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, take care. Likewise. Bye y'all.